Greetings, loyalists and heretics. Welcome to Iron and Ceramite, where we once again enter the warp without an astropath. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Iron and Ceramite podcast. My name is John and as always I'm joined by Shane. Hello. Glenn. Hello. Dave. Hello. And Tommy. Hello. How are we all doing guys? All good? Good, good. Excellent. Very good, thank you. Uh, Well, it's been a month I think since, uh, almost since the last time we round up, so we've got quite a lot uh, of catching up to do. So shall we just jump into it? Let's. Let's. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tom, you've sent me about a thousand photos, so we'll start with you, I think. There could have been a lot more, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll whiz through these then. I know we've got quite a lot to go through. Oh, you have to whiz. <clears throat> I'm going to, I just, I feel like I'm in a whizzing mood. I'm going to whiz, all right? So, <laughs> so obviously, this is my um, ever saw assassin. I've um, quite enjoyed doing him until Dave told me he looks like the alien from Mars Attacks. <laughs> <laughs> it does <though>. yeah. <laughs> it, it, re- it really does and I, I even put it on one of the um the big art sites on facebook and everyone was laughing their head off at it and i was like <laughs> they're saying it looks good but it does really look like that as well <laughs> especially close up on the face <clears throat> you've done it really well like, it does look really good but it just looks exactly like the alien from Mars text so yeah i think if i gone traditional and painted the head look like white like a skull white it would have looked a bit different but yeah it's almost exactly the same color as them as well so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I'm quite I'm quite happy with how it turned out I don't like doing things too traditional and although I went most of the armor pretty much how he should look I thought I'd do the head a little bit different a little bit of inspiration originally was from the um I was the guy from uh oh god what is it Captain America the villain in that red skull red skull that's the guy, yeah. Um, didn't expect it. He's literally got a fucking red skull. How did you forget Because <laughs> I'm not a big Marvel fan, right? <laughs> so, but, yeah, um, that's who I based it on. I remember seeing it from when I was a kid, um, the original film. Uh, I remember when it looked really fake. But, yeah, that was quite spooky. So I thought I'd do it like that. Mm. It come out all right. Yeah. I mean, the base is a little bit scruffy. Um, but I suppose that's how it's supposed to be, you know. Grizzly and grim dark, how I paint things. Yeah. Whenever they turn out shit, I just say that. Grimly grim dark. <laughs> but does the job. He's scary enough, isn't he? Yeah, enjoyed painting it. I like. I, I like. Do really like the um, assassin models, all of them actually. Um, would like to get them into a few more games as soon as I can, really. Mm. So yeah, this is just the uh, magazine stuff we've been getting. Um, so I, obviously, I bought like three. Well, I've got three of them now because I. Uh, we're obviously subscribing and also I, I thought I'd just pick them up because it's so cheap. Like I said before, you get obviously the, the lieutenant and the um, the warden now, the royal warden. So I had a few of them. And I thought I'd try two different schemes, um, put it to the vote. And it seems like everyone prefers the one on the right, the, the green one, mostly. But I'm still having second thoughts about that just because it took so much longer to do all the steps in the, in, in the one on the right. Whereas the one on the left does stand out a little bit more, even if it's not as traditional. Mm. Um, so I might just still go that route just because it's a lot easier just to basically a spray and then to fill in the red bits. Have you done your other warriors yet? Or, or, or you haven't sent the photos, so I'm assuming not. No, I've put them together. I haven't um, painted them yet, though. Um, I included This is just something I should have done ages ago because of my McFarlane toy that I've got. And you say it's a toy, but um, the artist proof one I painted up quite some time ago with the battle damage. 
um, I thought I just would try something different and paint this and yeah, relatively happy with how it come out. At least it uh, completes the uh, the pose now. <clears throat> yeah, I like it, mate. It's cool. It's cool. Thank you. And I... uh, Smurfs Garden. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm a little bit of a, uh, a scavenger at the moment. I was walking past the neighbours' um, bins, basically, and this um, old piece of wood was out there, and it's almost identical size to a kill team map. So I took it, basically, didn't ask, just took it. Um, it was clearly out for rubbish. Um, put some felt over it. I had some sticky felt. And, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, all, all the stuff on the top can be replaced by other um, terrain when I get it. Uh, so it will, it will originally look better. But I think it's 31 inches by 23 instead of what it should be, which is 30, 22. But it's close enough, isn't it? So I'll use it as a kill team map eventually, if we ever learn that, amongst all the other stuff we've got to learn still. <laughs> One game at a time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, so I'm, I decided to use some alternative basing stuff um, that I've seen a few people use on YouTube and various places, Instagram. Um, so this is tea and herbs. And I know a lot of people thought I would, I'd, I'd been drinking and I was gone in the head, which actually on this, in this occasion isn't the truth. I was fully sober. And uh, yeah, I thought it'd come out all right. I was going for the forest floor look, as you can see on the bottom right there. Yeah, it came out pretty well. And I think I'm at, I've got a big bowl of it. It's really dirt cheap to make. Um, so that's what I'm going to do. All of my Imperial Fist bases, like, eventually. <clears throat> How durable is that? Very durable. I, I was thinking that maybe it wasn't going to work. Nothing was going to stick to it. But um, I've got this, uh, a can of that, is it Munitorum varnish stuff? The Games Workshop yeah. varnish spray. Yeah. And I never used that. Well, I used it on one model and it pretty much ruined the model. So I never wanted to use it again. But using it on this actually works fine and it makes it rock solid. And then when you put yeah. um, the models on, they're, all, they're okay. Yeah, because I wasn't sure what way you'd sealed it to finish it. Yeah. Because I mean, if, that... if you hadn't had anything on the top of it, that would have just brushed off once the PVA had gone off after a while. Yeah, but, that's, yeah. That, yeah, that was the problem. I mean, because the PVA made it go hard, but like you say, it would have eventually yeah, um, yeah. peeled away. So hopefully this will keep it all right, but it remains to be seen. Mm. It's just going to get to your first game and they're all just going to look like, boop, 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 and so well off. Yeah, like old moulding rank. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was actually quite impressed with this because when you were doing it, I was just like, what the fuck is he on now? Um but no, I think so you really sent well. me a message saying something to do with am I having a stroke or something along the other lines. <laughs> <laughs> so this is everything I've been... Obviously, I've started my Imperial Fists army. Um, I've painted, I think, seven or eight models now so far. So I thought I would just get everything built that I have left. Um, obviously, this is uh, the result of that. Got my um, executioner there as well. Got a bit of inspiration from going against Dave's a few times and seeing him firing it, and it looks pretty... Uh, quite a lot of fun to be honest to be shooting that thing uh, across the table so I wanted one of them uh, and obviously as you can see lots of troops um, there are some devastators some eliminators some also I've got there assault yeah some assault intercessors heavy intercessors normal intercessors so yeah I've got a good um, variety of uh, models there I've got also a command squad at the front so yeah I've got everything sprayed there and white and ready to go were, were any of these originally going to be blood angels like requisitioned from from that those from that that list or is it is it all new 
nine, I say about 85, 90%. If it's no, the only things I requisitioned were the eliminators and the eradicators, oh, okay. um, which, which were only based in red. They wasn't painted, so I could just spray over them. I mean, there's a couple of the models that it's gone on a bit thick because I couldn't be bothered to try and get that off of the plastic. It was just too much hassle. Yeah. But I think when it when it's yeah when they're just standing at the back shooting from distance, it shouldn't matter too much. So how many points? How many points do you reckon that is? I don't know whether you've, you've counted them up yet. Well, I'm pl- obviously I'm sure we'll mention it later anyway. But I'm playing a match against John tomorrow, oh, and okay. and that's going to be two thousand points. So I've got a comfortable two thousand points, and I'd say probably about probably got about three and a half thousand points built and ready to go for Imperial Fists. Um, So yeah, round about that. Nice. How many points painted? Oh, hardly anything. Like I say, seven or eight. Um, Maybe if I, if I used, which I could, two of my um, assassins, I'd have probably about just over a 500 point mark. So I could play a a small game with, with the ones that I've got painted, but it wouldn't really be worth it to be honest. That's handy. So I'm going into tomorrow with a, a 10 point bonus, which on my recent running record, I bloody need it. <laughs> Not against me, mate. Remember? Oh, yeah. Well. That's a completely different kettle of fish. We'll, we'll see. I've got, I mean, this is full on different tactics for me, though. So I'll just see how it goes, I suppose. Yeah. You, are you taking the tank with you tomorrow, Tom? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, John, that's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've taken out Dave's tanks before. So I've got a tank marine in there. Say again. Take Marine in there with him. You didn't take out my excuse. No, but I ran my rhino into it. <laughs> Gets out of the way. Yeah, good point. I'm not taking my rhino. Oh, oh well. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk about that next time. Uh, right, so then, all your models, man. Yeah, so obviously, you'll, you'll probably see a couple of the other ones in a, in a minute. This is the most recent Imperial Fist uh, model I've painted, and I think probably the best um, the colours went probably the best I've got them on any of the models so far with the white undercoating instead of the grey because I was originally putting a grey one on to try and mimic grey seer with the um, yand and yellow contrast um, but it, they, they come out a little bit dark you could say grim dark but for the imperial fist I think it, they pop a little bit more if they've got that brighter yellow so this was this and as you can see it's based as well so this is how the rest of the army will look um, from now on but is that, is that are, still a yand and yellow but on white rather than yeah oh, okay so you're still using the contrast paint it's just uh it's yes. a white base yeah it's surprising actually how much just the great from gray to white actually changed the color um the primer that i'm using now is rustoleum i'm sure people have heard of that and they've recommended that before and i i thought oh, i'll give it a go so i bought some i think it was like 9.99 or whatever and it, yeah it goes on really really well perfect for the, the contrast um sits on it really well what's well, on a white primer yeah, just yeah, pure white, and it's not too powdery either. So. Yeah, that's the main thing. Is getting a, getting a good white spray. Hmm. How how do you do the uh, the bullet bullet marks? I was going to. Um, so obviously you get these little sort of hobby kits, don't you, and things like yeah. that. It come with um, certain various bits and pieces, and it's got like you can get like a mini um, hand screwdriver type of a thing. Oh yeah, yeah, I've got one, one of them. Yeah. Which yeah, it's got the different um, the different inserts into the end, so you can make it a little bit bigger or smaller the holes. And they, it works really well. I just, I just thought I'll paint, I painted it all first, and then I put the holes in afterwards. And yeah, some, it is pretty much the grey plastic that you see underneath it. But if you wash that, it does sort of look like ceramite in a way, that sort of grey sort of colour you'd imagine. Yeah, maybe a bit darker, but yeah, you, you can't notice that it's just the plastic coming. Yeah, through. I mean, it, in the photo, it looks looks good. 
Yeah, cool. Cheers, man. So this was how the yellow come out with the grey primer underneath. And you can see how much duller it is. Um, so, yeah, I, I, still, I was still happy with the way this turned out, but it didn't pop too much. I thought if I had a big army of these, they would look a bit too dull. So that's why I changed and started using the white. And I'm glad I did, really, looking at them now together. Yeah, when you first put this one up, I didn't see it. But when you flick between the two side by side like this, you really can see the difference. <clears throat> yeah. Um, obviously, I've put some more battle damage on the shields and on the, not too much on the on the lieutenant because I think someone, it might have been you, Shane, or one of you guys said um, not to put too much on the HQ. Um, obviously, you'd have more of the, it might have been you, Glenn, Glenn actually. But you, obviously, definitely the troops. Was, me. What, was it you? No? No, definitely not. <laughs> What do I know well, well someone off. fucking said it. <laughs> He's having a fever dream. <laughs> you going to yeah, rebase uh, this one? Yeah, I've, I've already um, actually. If you can just about see on the right hand side there, it's got like a red, just a plain red base, ready to eventually have the other stuff on now. Because someone kept saying to me, "This looks like an oatmeal biscuit." I was <laughs> so... going to say it's the digestive base over to the uh, <laughs> the tea and herbs base. <laughs> <laughs> Various different food um, bases with me at the moment, but no. Uh, that one's gone now. Yeah, I really didn't like that. Uh, same with this one as well. <clears throat> so, yeah, the only difference here really is, and it's actually gave me, you can see on the left-hand side one, he's got a little bit of damage on his leg where I dropped him. So I've, that was one of the reasons I thought battle damage then. <laughs> just got away with it, and I just went over it with a couple of bullet holes. But, yeah, um, this was, I think this was the first model I painted in Peel with Fist. Probably still my best one, actually, although, obviously, I was using the great primer so it's a little bit dull but i was really happy with this one originally his face is really good see that's what it is that's exactly what it is his face come out really well and sometimes you just can't get them faces right can you no matter how hard you try mm. but um yeah this one just come out perfectly <clears throat> uh, a couple more shields yeah that's just the other two guys in the squad um bit of variation uh, I wasn't too happy with these two the ones the one on the right was okay the one on the left just I, I brushed over it with some dry brushing with um, lead belcher I got a bit carried away and as you can see it sort of really dulled that one down but mm. grim dark get away with it fine. <laughs> <laughs> and my sergeant for the assault intercessors so I've only painted two of the intercessors still got three more left to have um, obviously so I could actually use a little painted 500 point army but yeah, he come out okay. He sort of look reminds me of the guy from um oh, what was it? Fucking hell, here we go again. Bloody blue aliens. <laughs> oh Avatar. Avatar. Avatar, that's the one. Yeah, it I does was thinking right. of like the um I was thinking, is it toy soldiers? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Looks, yeah it looks like yeah. just just his face. His <laughs> name yeah. major something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember the guy. Um, yeah, no, quite happy with how you come out. This again was the um, the white under undercoat, and it's not as bright as the other one. I think I've definitely learned as the models have got along exactly how much I can get away with doing. Um, but yeah, yeah, quite happy with him. Grey-haired old man, and here is my Tor Garadon, which I really enjoyed painting. It's a cool model. I I will admit I went grim dark purposefully on this one um, just to match up with the base. Obviously, there's battle damage on the base, so this is the first one I properly put the battle damage fully across um and yeah i was really happy with how he turned out yeah, he, look, he looks awesome mate and again you've narrowed his face 
yeah, it's, it was quite easy. With, I mean, I suppose it's just the more some of the models have got better detailed faces than others. Like, you, you know, some of them have got mold lines on and things like that. But this one, because it's quite a big model, um, it, it was just really easy to put the um, the contrast over the Gilliman flesh contrast. Mm. And that was literally all I had to do. And it just come out really well because it's so well detailed. His power fist is just insane. Yeah. It's a deadly weapon. It is a de I think with his um, strength, and I think it's times three, so I think yeah. it's a 12 strength weapon. So it is pretty deadly, yeah. Very nice. These are just the rest of the blade guard. That, um, obviously, you can see I put the sword on his back. A little bit of uh, Geralt of Rivia coming through there. I thought a little touch to that. I'm a big Witcher fan, as well as Warhammer. <clears throat> so this is actually what I was talking about. If you look at his head, you can see a mold line going mold right away over his cranium. I, I mean, I could have taken that off. That is my fault, really. But but yeah, look, he doesn't look as clear, does it? His head, he's come out a bit. Mm. Yeah, it's just the, the the paint job looks all right, but it's, it's just a weird lump in it. Yeah, yeah it's a bit strange. <laughs> I think it was one of the older heads from a, a while back because the plastic was a different colour. I just had it in my bits box. Um, it was like a, a softer plastic, softery sort of a plastic. Um, not as dark grey, it was more lighter as well. Mm. I don't know if Glenn remembers the different plastics in different eras, but... Uh, yeah, I do actually. <laughs> it's sad. <laughs> And this, I decided to make a chapter master. Um, he looks okay. Uh, I, I wasn't that happy with him, really. Um, I probably should have painted him with darker hair, so it stood out better. I know a few of you guys said that um, instead of the ginger hair. And I think Glenn was saying, why have you made him a ginger? What's <laughs> <laughs> <He said. laughs> that? Um, I believe it was sent as a message, not yeah, as I a vocal thing, so... Yeah, but that's apart how I read your messages. Yeah, <laughs> apart from Chinese, apparently. With the, yeah. What we've John there today. Yeah. He's just woken up so he can get away with it. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, but this this will probably never be used, because let's be honest, um, a chainsword and a bolter isn't really that interesting. It's a really impressive-looking sergeant. Yeah, basically. I could actually, yeah, it's a good... I could probably use them as a sergeant, couldn't I, if I wanted to, in the um, intercessors? Yeah. yeah, I've got a few of the Primaris lieutenants and captains and whatever that have been rolled into like an intercessor squad just because it's an extra man. I yeah, think it's from the, the, old, the old Imperium, the last uh, magazines. It's a really good idea, actually. I didn't think of using them in that way. Yeah, I'll do that. There's him closer up. Thanks for that, John. You sent it to me. <laughs> so. I did send it to you, but I forgot I sent it to you broken and all mismatched. Um, yeah. But this is this was the closer up picture I was saying. You can definitely see the Mars attacks um, resemblance there now. Mm. <laughs> but it still does the job of being creepy. So. <laughs> all right. Yeah, well, I left that one to, to the end on purpose um, because now uh, we have to suffer this. Oh, there he is. Oh, see, I can just hold Ronaldis and his fly spot. Is that? Yeah, I'm fanboying. We've out. already done a video on the Black Templars release, and uh, exactly. So well, I'm going to work the magic, and in that empty space, you'll see a link to that video. <laughs> you can go and watch Dave 
I don't know what he was doing in that video, but you can go watch his thoughts on the Black Templars. But what did you think about old horsey teeth? Yeah, the, the horse of Hell's Reach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. I think it, it, it's very similar to um, the last one. It's not too standout-ish, and it's obviously quite similar to the um, the new Emperor's Champion model, like Tommy said in the group chat. Um, but it, it's going to be nice to have all of the Black Templar models scaled up and fitting in better with the Primaris army. Um, and I do really like the um, Cenobite service horse as well. I'm looking forward to giving the um, mm. the banner a go. Um, so, yeah, I, overall, very, very I was, pleased to get I was going to ask you, I, like is, I can't remember how your small miniature model looks, but with the sword being held up behind him, has that got any relevance to whose sword that is, or is that just decoration? That was, um, I think it was just one of the relics of Hell's Reach, if I'm honest. Is that, is that yeah. what the servitors are dragging along as well? Like that big... Yeah. Cross. So, they, they yeah, actually... one of them's... I think it's slightly different to what they had before. But... Do they do anything, like, do they just come along as decoration or do they do they have a points value and what do they do um, in, in a I list? I think they, um, they, they do have... I think we used to get all three for the models that I've got now, the original models... It's all three for 18 points, I think. Um, and they've got really, really bad attacks. and um, But they're more for buffing. So I think that um, they give like a bit of a boost to everyone. I can't remember the exact stats, but it is literally the sort of um, there to keep morale up, I believe. They're the sort of thing will stick in front of Grimaldus to absorb a couple of hits, or will they not? Do you don't think that will affect him like that? I don't know if they got the lookout sir role. I'm not sure. I don't know if Servitors can. Um, but if they, I know that they get they get buffed if they're near Grimaldus, and other units get buffed if they're near them. Pretty much. Okay. So as he's been, and they look cool. As as he's been Primarist, right? Have there, has there mm. been anything about the law of him crossing the Rubicon, or are they just you know they just mm. said yeah no he's now a Primarist because no. like a lot of the old like, like nothing that I've seen. Oh, okay, maybe maybe that will come. Yeah, perhaps. I mean, I think it'd be quite cool if they, um, if they do mention it, because obviously there's this whole rivalry with um, Imotech, the Storm Lord, and yeah. um, he's not particularly friendly with um, Gazkal either. So uh, like, I think one of the latest uh, bits of law for um, Hellbrecht, at least, was that they were going after Gazkal with, um, with Yarrick. So... Mm-hmm. Hopefully, there's some some cool lore that comes out with the new Primaris uh, Black Templars, but we'll see. But he does. He does. All we, all we need now is some sword brethren. I think, <laughs> I think if you get sword brethren, might come round and like physically assault you. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be worth it. It'd be worth it for the sword brethren. All right, let's. We get, get that in the next pod. I think we're just gonna. Zoom out and they'll go back around to Glenn, and they'll just be him hanging in a rope, like this, slowly, slowly twisting around on the screen. <laughs> I, I don't think he could take any more of this. And, and actually, he's got a point. Why not? Oh, your face! It's, it's, hard, it's hard to part with that smirk. <laughs> it's just, yeah, yeah. I bet it is. But I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure that down the line, everyone's going to get the same sort of loving. Chaos have been left behind for a, a fair amount of time. So we'll see. 
It, it's easy it's a, to be all um, nice and, and uh, I hope you get it. Because if, if there was no Black Templars, you'd still be sulking. <laughs> it, it's always the way, though, that whoever gets it, whoever gets the update towards the end, like, gets less time with their army buffed before yeah. then the next edition rolls out and you have to go through the whole whole situation again. Well, yeah. I hope we don't get a new edition too soon. I'm still no, we've, learning it, this. It won't, it won't be a while yet. Yeah. Although every 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 new army that gets an update seems to uh, trump Death Guard by the, by the look of it. Everyone's just saying I, every new uh, release that comes out is uh, when when Death Guard come out and everyone's like, oh they're OP. I feel like a it's it's, it's codex, codex creep. Yeah, yeah. You've had your time in the sun. And, and I, I just <laughs> actually today I watched a video about the uh, the list that won the um, uh, the London Open, the London Grand Tournament. It was okay. uh, ad mech list. So it's... Uh, I, I can believe that. Yeah. Glenn's, Glenn's Glenn, off. you did go quite quiet over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> now, which list was it? Was it um, uh, the Electoral Priests and... No, it was, a, it was a guy running three patrols. So he was only starting with like four command points, but two of them were Mars and one of them was another um, Forge World. And they, they just had a load of rangers and a load of the other... Uh, Skitari. Just, yeah, that was it. Just loads and loads of them. And then a couple of flyers. And oh. um, he he used all of the strats, apparently, and just in turn one kept nuking the opposition. Oh. And that was it. Fanciful. Oh. Horrible, horrible army to play against. Views loved it. Mm. No, no comment. Uh, right, so Dave, that's why I changed army. Huh? Before that's why I changed army to give you a chance. And well, bad things that. happened. Yeah. Uh, I won't talk about that. Let's talk about Dave's <laughs> Dave stuff. <laughs> so uh, this is my um, work in progress: um, repulsor, executioner, and impulsor. So I've just very very quickly try to get these up to tabletop for my little game with um shane um lots and lots still to do on them but they're looking right so far um i'm quite happy with how the script's coming out um but i may change some of the color schemes so i may do some of the weapons red a bit more in keeping with how i've done my time prim- uh primaris infantry but we'll see i, I think don't know. i give um that extra, if you're just doing like the, the barrels and stuff, it'll give you that extra pop of colour, wouldn't it? Yeah, like yeah, I think that's probably what I will do because I saw obviously, um, with some of the releases from Warhammer with the executioner with the um multi melter on top, uh, there's a lot of red in that, and I, I really like that, so I may copy it. <clears throat> you wouldn't do the um laser destroyer bit red, but though, would you? Probably not, no, I think that'd be no. too much. It looked like a dog's penis, otherwise, wouldn't it? <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> uh, definitely not now, anyway. <laughs> um, these are, this is my first squad of um, assault intercessors. Um, so, again, these are just tabletop. Um, I'm quite happy with how they come out. Um, I didn't sink too much time in them. Um, I didn't manage to get the um, 
transfers on for when I played Shane um, because I, when I went to put the transfers on, I realised I only had four black ones left. So um, I had to order some more. But yeah, I'm quite happy with how they come out. I mostly just contrast paint. I went over the whole model with, um, or the armour at least, with Nuln Oil. Mm. So they look a bit shinier. It looks a bit, um, it's darkened it down a bit compared to the some of the other ones. I, I really can't tell whether I like it or not. Um, so yeah, I'm still undecided. It, it, I think it gives them more of like a in-action battle sort of look, like the sort of grime they would have picked yeah, up. Yeah, maybe so a bit rained on. I think it works, yeah. I don't yeah. think it works. It comes you, out right, I mean. Yeah, I'm sure they're oil, like, oiled up their armour before yeah. they go out, didn't they? So. It's completely lubed. Yeah. <laughs> Slide into the enemy. And that's just the, the other squad. Just, they're very, the sergeant is a very um, similar pose. It's, it's from one um, one box set, um, but they give you enough to do two sergeants mm-hmm. in it. So I thought, why not? Because I'm, I doubt I'm going to run too many 10-man squads um, mm-hmm. of assault intercessors. So I've done two um, separate squads, which is exactly what I run mm-hmm. against you, John, a few weeks ago and against Shane as well. So, yeah, yeah I'm quite happy overall, but... Again, it's just tabletop. I haven't gone too much in detail on it. Did the sword arms come with them kits in the actual box? Because both, both yeah. all of mine were from um, the Indominus box set. Remember that half I bought? Yeah. Didn't come with yeah. any of that. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, they were just straight out of the um, assault intercessor box. Oh, cool. And this is my um, Primaris Lieutenant from the um, Imperial magazine. I'm quite, again, I, I went all over him with no oil and, and I just can't decide whether I like it or not because um, it just sort of makes it look wet and I couldn't take any good pictures without it sort of all shining off. But I'm quite happy with how the um, the gun looks um, and the tabard. Mm. Overall, I, I think maybe on the next one, it shows the, the, the freehand that I did. It was definitely some of the best freehand I've done. So obviously Templar on the shield and um, I think I wrote Fury on the pauldron. So Fury, yeah, yeah it, it, I'm quite happy with it. I'm, I'm definitely happy with the shield. Um, but mm-hmm. overall I sort of lost, yeah, lost a bit of enthusiasm halfway through and, and just covered it in no oil. I'm fed, but I, <laughs> I regret that. So, but yeah, he, he looks all right. It will look all right next to, next to whatever he goes again. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, my Necrons from the um, Imperial magazine. I'm I'm actually really happy with these. It didn't take too much time at all. Um, it is um, Vestacarnum grey contrast and um, athematic blue contrast as well. And then just some dry brushing on the top. Um, I will do something more with the base at some point, but I haven't decided what yet. So it's yeah. just astrogranite for the time being. Um May go over a dry brush. I may stick some skulls or something on there. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'm quite happy with how they've come out for very, very quick turnaround with these. Are we all in the though. same sort of boat with uh, Necrons where we're all just going to do them quickly? Basically. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, Templars are always going to be my first love. I'm going to try and spend a bit more time doing them and, yeah. and Necrons are the sort of... I, I spent a lot more time on the Royal Warden than I did the Warriors, but I thought... If you're going to have a blob of like 20 warriors, I'm not going to spend half a day getting everyone immaculate. I'm just going to 
just literally just chug them out. So, yeah. right. I, I like the um, the blue on the silver. It looks really nice. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, and uh, on to you, Shane. Uh, yeah, so similar similar to Dave, I was finishing up a couple of uh, models just to get ready for um, uh, the battle we were going to have. Um, so these were from last month. You would have seen the Ultramarines that I was uh, in the midst of repainting, um, and these are these are the result of that. So they're just uh, standard intercessors. Um, I think the difference is that I, I, unlike most of my other Marines, I actually did. I got all of the pack markings done as well as the transfers. So they are fully good to go tabletop ready all detailed done and dusted um as i said most of the army that i've done so far i've still got to do all the pack markings and transfers but this is this squad done and dusted so it was quite pleased to have one that's uh, that's fully done and um yeah looked all right on the table uh, yeah definitely i think they look really good yeah but uh, yeah all, all the pack markings I did freehand and then, and then just the, the transfers but i actually had all the is it Lamium, Medium, and stuff like that on mm-hmm. hand, so that I was able to um, paint it over the transfer and, and you know make it make it matte uh, like the rest of it. But yeah, not too not overly wolfy, but uh, wolfy enough. Just quickly, Shane, I'd like to ask um, with regards to transfers. I know you and Dave both are quite astute with them now. What's your exact process of actually putting them on, and have you found what works best? Just because eventually that's what I want to use for my guys as well. Um, I can't remember, they're, they're, it was actually, so a long time ago, I think, Glenn, you put it in the uh, uh, Facebook group. Well, actually, I think it was, Tom, you mentioned it in there, and I think, Glenn, you followed up to say, oh, I use this and this, and it's also on one of the Citadel videos, but it's uh, Lamy and Medium and something else, and you put one thing on first, then you put the transfer on, and then you put the Lamy and Medium on over the top. Um, but I can't remember the name of it. I've got, I've got a pot just up. Up in up, up in my uh, paint uh, paint area, but that's that's what I do. I, I use the two different um, things first, while the transfer is just on a little dish mm. covered in water, and then slide it on with a pair of tweezers, um, and then dab it dab it dry with a bit of uh, kitchen roll, and then that's when I put the, the medium over the top of it. And that sort of sets it, does it? So it doesn't yeah. sort of ruffle up. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I think the yeah, pretty much all of them went on. I mean, maybe one was a little bit not quite right, but because it was still, when it first goes on, you can move it about a bit, so I was still able to move it about and get it get it flush. Oh, cool. Yeah, I think that's one of the main things I found is that leave it to soak for longer yeah. than you think it may need um, because it just makes it a lot easier to work with. Don't leave it too long because it just starts floating off of the fucking <laughs> transfer sheet. But... Um, yeah, it, it makes it a lot easier to work with when you actually go to put it on the model. You can move it around a bit. You don't have to be so perfect in the placement straight away. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't use any of the other bits of bobs. I literally just plonk it on there and sort of brush it on with a very old um, sort of thick paintbrush. And this works out so far, but at some point, I'm sure I'm going to pick up and all the bloody transfers are going to come off. But I'll cross that bridge <laughs> when I come to it. Cool. No, I'm scared to start doing that. I feel like I'm just going to spend hours throwing them away, sticking them on and ripping them. Honestly, you're gonna, you're gonna have so many ultramarine transfers, yeah. Yeah. so don't worry. Yeah. I could probably give you a, at least 20. <laughs> but, yeah, <clears throat> I, I might, I'll take them and get some practice in. 
on the next episode, there will be a, I'll have all the ultramarine symbols on my face. <laughs> uh, and then this is the Invicta War suit, um, which I just finished watching. Is it the second? I think it's the third Matrix movie, and it reminded me exactly of the uh, the bit in the end of the, the Matrix movie where they're they're all in those mech suits. Very similar to that, um, and again painted up ready to go against dave um and again fully fully did this one all, all uh, transfers as well in place and done um it was actually much easier than i thought it was going to be because i took it all apart and then everything that's in silver i just literally based in lead belcher so i only had to put a wash wash on it all of the black joints are based in Abaddon Black, I think it was, uh, spray can. So that was that. Didn't have to do anything with that. And then all of the bits that are painted uh, sort of blue, that's um, the fang, which is the same colour as uh, my Predator uh, Razorback slash Rhino. Um, and again, I based all of that in um, McCrag Blue, um, like we talked about actually last uh, last pod. So this was this is one where I experimented with with just trying to base all of the different components, different colours, just to speed up the painting. It actually works really well. I think the bit that took me the longest was the marine pilot. Everything else came together quite quite nicely. Um, and I, I did think it was going to have a bit of table uh, new new model syndrome on tabletop, but it it did all right. But we'll come into that. It definitely did not. Uh, yeah, and again, uh, pack markings on the knee three-handed as well so yeah quite quite pleased with how it came out yeah. oh wow model. model the uh i was really happy with the uh the mechanicum skull on the back which is the first time i've tried to do the the black and white um in that that fashion so i was i was really really pleased myself in with that but um yeah it took a while oh it looks really good it's right very crisp Cool. Uh, right, Glenn, you didn't send anything in. You didn't do any, only one bit of painting and you weren't happy with it, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I did a, an Insta live with Div and, uh, yeah, that was basically me trying to work out the paint scheme for my Necrons and just got pissed off and ended up dry brushing a little bit of Crimson Fists, I think, and yeah. didn't actually finish anything. Because <laughs> <laughs> I tried a couple of different things with the Necrons and I just couldn't get it the way I wanted it. To be yeah. fair, it was the first time I was really dabbling with uh, contrast paints, so it might just have been I wasn't particularly using it very well. Um, but yeah, uh, since then it's just been uh, sat on a paint station, <laughs> and um, yeah, I'll get to it at some point. Right. I'm sure the new magazines will be out at some point this week. Hopefully, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, not too long to wait. Uh, cool. Uh, so now we're starting the Imperial magazine. I thought I'd finally count up uh, the points and uh, work out what I've got um, so far for Death Guard. So that's my entire army, everything that I've got that's painted and fully built on the table, and that is 3,297 points yeah. on the table there. Um, I thought I was quite happy as well. I, I was like, I'm done. Um, I'll come back to this when uh, Imperium's done. And then I was just having a little look at other stuff. And now I really want to get a Demon Prince. I want to get a Defiler. I want to get a Hellbrute. Obviously, I want to get Morty. 
Um, so I don't think I'm going to be leaving it alone as, as much as I thought I was going. <laughs> no, I think you should go with it, man. I really think you should get that completed. Yeah. Because I think you've come such a long way with it. It'd be cool to have the, the Demon Prince or Primark, sorry, yeah. and all that. And it was just like, it's getting to the point now, because we're obviously we play, when we can, 2,000-point games. <clears throat> and I just seem to run very, very, very similar lists every time. Like, So I've got to the point now where I haven't got a lot of like variety because 2,000 points is fairly hard to fill up with some lists. I mean, you can always throw in a few more Pops Walkers here and there. But then I haven't got like... I mean, like my, my group of Terminators are obviously really good and I've got loads of Marines, but I haven't got like that that one big model. That, like, you know, like you've got Bjorn and then you've got like, the file around, the big model that takes your focus and I don't feel like I've got something particularly like that. Um, to be fair, because of the size of games that we're playing on the size of tables we're playing with, you don't really need that mm-hmm. because... The, the, 2,000 points is supposed to be played on twice the size of the table that we're actually playing on. Yeah. <laughs> it is so, supposed to be a bit bigger. You know, you, having that big thing on the table, it's, it's really hard to avoid. Yeah. You know. It's yeah, a, yeah, yeah, I know. I, and I'm, I'm, I know that we're only playing in our houses at the minute, but, but I'm just thinking, like, when we get to, like... Um, Bigger tables, bigger arenas, or whatever. It'd be nice to have like a few more options. Sure, arenas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like arena of war, <laughs> not like going to Wembley. We're not playing in Wembley. <laughs> you know, a table in the middle of Wembley with a five of us stick around it. Um, yeah, but yeah, it was like I was quite happy. And I think it's because they're on like a small shelf. So I was like, oh, I filled my shelf up. And I was like, actually, there's so much more that I don't have. Um, so yeah. Um, my plan of trying to save some money and just do the Imperial magazine has gone out the window one issue in, so going well. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that. Um, and it's all like, if you, if you want to know exactly what's there, you can't see in the picture, it's on my Instagram. Uh, so I won't bore you with it here. Um, but then going on to Imperial magazine, here's my uh, Primaris Lieutenant, uh, Ultramarine, of course. That's uh, good. I like it. Yeah, I took this is probably one of the models I've taken the longest on. Like really, really like the shield, especially. I just wasn't happy with it for ages. Um, I think Do you I think would... it's because it's a different style? Like, I mean, I know you usually used to say with regards to your death guard, if I get something wrong, it don't matter because I can just throw this on it or that on it, yeah. and it's yeah. supposed to look like that. Yeah, with these, you can't. Really, really, like mm-hmm. yeah, like trying to be clean, not make a mess, not paint over lines and stuff. Done uh, a good job though, still. Yeah. Definitely. And, and then like, I did the, the first bit of proper freehand on his helmet and on his little chest plate thing. Yeah. So I'm pretty, I'm fairly happy with how he's come out. Yeah. What was it? What was it? The chest plate supposed to be your old army logo, was it? Or The old, yeah, the colours of my old regiment. So ah, I've cool. just gone with that, yeah. Off, off the flag. Ooh, army. Well, it was like, well, I didn't know what to do, because it, it was like, paint, leave it blue, and then I was looking at all the pictures, they're quite intricate, and I was like, I'm not going to be able to do some of the ones that are coming off in the posters, so I was just like, oh, three thick blobs of paint will do me, um, and I haven't done any of the script yet, because I haven't decided sort of my theme or what I want to write, so I'm going to wait till I've got 
most of the army and then try and like work out something so it's all it all all suits together so i'll, I'll do that probably towards the end and get <clears> over it that's cool yeah i'm fairly happy with him um and then my my necrons as well so that, i do it, like your color scheme on this yeah. i really like the black yeah the black and silver looks awesome together there yeah yeah so yeah like it's uh <clears throat> based in lead belcher uh, Black Templar contrast, and then it is Soulstone blue for all the blue bits, yeah. and then the uh, uh, Rune Lord brass for the obviously the, the brass bits. Yeah, I did. I did like the little bit of lore you put you put into it as well as to why they've uh, why they've gone for the black. I oh that yeah, was quite nice. They're hunting the uh, the Namakaj Crusade. <laughs> And then, yeah, eventually... Well, they're, they're a bit fucked, really. The Namakaj Crusade's got the Namakaj uh, dynasty and the Sodin Falconite dynasty after it now, so... Yeah, well, we're not... We're not yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, the... To be fair, they win at the moment because it's only six warriors and two royal wardens, but... <laughs> yeah, it's doing all right. When it gets to the end of Imperium magazine, they may have a bit yeah. of an issue. Uh, and then... Um... Yeah, my warriors are pretty much the same. A bit of Rune Lord brass up the spine. Um, I mean, this guy's eyes. So the warpstone uh, or soulstone, it's a weird paint because I think it's meant to be quite liquidy, like to look, I think it's designed to look like water, but I like the, the colour of the blue. But it doesn't really apply very well because it's very... I think, did you watch the tutorial? No. <clears throat> of course you didn't. What a stupid um, question. I think they're supposed to be over silver paint because oh, okay. they're, they're meant to sort of be thinly put over um, silver yeah. paints so that they sort of look like um, yeah. jewels yeah because I, I, when I yeah. started like sticking it on I was like I feel like that's it but I really like that colour of blue so I was quite happy. that does look good it's just this guy's eyes obviously I, I filled them up <laughs> a little bit <laughs> um, and then yeah there you go there's another one um, and then the last one, and then I haven't done the only thing I haven't done is the bases. Um, because I want them to obviously all my armies have different bases, so I'm going to try and get like the I think it's like Martian Astro Granite or Martian something, I, I don't know what it's called, but have we got any herbs just knocking about? Then, oh, well, I've got some tea bags I could go and rip up. <laughs> well, if you want Martian Earth, why don't you stick some paprika oh, on yeah. it? Uh, <laughs> Not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> I'll see what I've got on the shelf. <laughs> The, the the kitchen necrons, <laughs> um, yeah, man. So that, that's pretty much it. Now I'm out of stuff to paint until um, the next the next issues come. Well, that was gonna, hopefully, it won't be too long. Walk into the games workshop very quickly about the necrons because I know after we did the last um, what's it called, uh, Librarius Omnis. Yeah, I said to you the necrons or the ones that are up to now that I, I found them really easy to paint fully assembled. Did you give yeah. that a go or did you paint them on the screen? Yes, I did. I, um, so the necron warrior, which one, uh, this one was the first one I did. So he was fully assembled when I painted him. Um, yeah, I didn't hate because it was fairly simple. I didn't hate it. The only thing is obviously where he's holding his, his gun, wherever it is called, um, just getting in, to sort of the bits and pieces behind was a bit of a pain, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I've Still not the, sold on it. No, the <laughs> um, the warden I did separately, but then when I was gluing him together, 
because they're very fiddly, they it was like, oh, I'm sort of, it, it, this isn't the Death Guard where I can paint over it with a bit of gore um, where, where the glue smears. Um, so, yeah, I, I might, with, with these Necrons, I probably will build them all um, and paint like you suggested because, yeah, it, it wasn't too bad. It's just more fiddly than I'm used to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah not too bad. Um, yeah, so I'm borrowing a trip to Games Workshop and risking the wrath of the missus, I'm I might have be on a bit of a painting pause till we get another delivery. Um, yeah, and then so like we've said, uh, we've all had some some gaming time in, haven't we? I think. Uh, how yeah. so? What was it? Um, Shane and Dave, your game was first, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, Shane came over to mine a couple of weeks ago, um, and it was Black Templars against Wolves, um, and. Yeah, it was it was a really good game, really interesting, but not quite as close as our last game. No. <laughs> no that's so Shane's, Shane's plan sort of all went very well, quite smoothly, um, and yeah, he just I, I was completely outplayed. He was definitely the better player on the day, um, and I got to hold my hands up to that. But I learned a lot, and um, I think it's always good to. Um, to reflect on your losses and sort of think, what could I have done better? Because I had a game plan. And as soon as in, in turn one, he took out my impulsor, which I was going to push right up the table with and try and stop him bringing all these sort of fast attack troops up. Yeah. Um, and he took that out and I was like, well, fuck, what am I going to do now? Um, and his list was very good as well. Cause he had a lot of units that were very strong in their own right. So I managed to take out the Eradicators quite early on, but he still had Razorback, still had his um, Invictor Warsuit and his um, Wolfen, his uh, Thunderwolf Cavalry. And yeah, no, it was, it was a really interesting game, but he managed to get his old army across the board and I sat in my half for the entire game just going, fuck, fuck, <laughs> <laughs> fucking die, fuck. <laughs> and it was quite att- very attritional and... If it was model by model, it probably would have been a draw or very close to a draw. However, yeah. points-wise, he absolutely wiped the board with me because he had me pinned right into my pretty much my deployment zone and my half, um, and I couldn't couldn't get anywhere near his um, his objectives. So, I mean, in all fairness, there, there was there was some luck in some of the dice rolls as well, like the old. Uh... <laughs> That's putting it lightly. Yeah, yeah. Turn turn one, I ignored. The big tank and just went for yeah. the the smaller of the two, which was which was why I took it out because it didn't have as many wounds. I had no idea what are they? They're the what are they called the what the impulses. Yeah, I had no idea that they were as like they had that many wounds and they cost that many points until mm. like we started the game and then realised okay, but I I thought I could wear one turn's worth of output from it at least, which was fine, and then I just got incredibly lucky on the uh, I think it was turn three, the Razorback fired off with his uh, twin Laz cannons yeah. and rolled a 12 uh, yeah. for, for damage and that was it. Like it was um, yeah, it was pretty brutal. Yeah, yeah. and, he, and he, had, he put he rolled a six for damage against the Impulsor as well. Um, so he, he had a very good game. So the, but, the, yeah. the Razorback but, did really well because as soon as, it, yeah. as soon as I'd taken out the tanks <clears throat> it was just 
like because it's las cannons it was just taking out one marine here or there yeah. it was it was <laughs> it wasn't any good after that but as soon as it, it did the job it needed to do and because i think a lot of people look at the uh the quaint razorback and go oh, it's just you know, that's that's original marines that's, that's yeah. no threat that's exactly um, what i did i went look <laughs> you left look it at that idiot bringing a razor back yeah. <laughs> um but yeah no it was, it was really good game. but obviously the thunderwolf cavalry came literally just storming up the field and they they charged my hell blasters and i had a squad of 10 and by the time they had done with them luckily hellbreak got involved and they only managed to take out five but when you think that the 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 point cost on Hellblasters is absolutely ridiculous. And him to take out half of the unit um, just took away so much of my firepower. And um, yeah, no, it just a very, very well executed game by Shane and um, very enjoyable, but not anywhere near as close as our previous <laughs> game. <laughs> no, it was, uh, as I said, it was a very, very attritional though. Like, as I said, though, the, the Thunderwolf didn't really last very long. The Wolven didn't very, last very long. Um, it, it was like luckily my backline was was fairly um, well protected, but again, yeah. it would have gone a different way had your uh, assault terminators made their charge. Yeah, absolutely. So they were going in on Meow on his own, and that that would have been taking away points for you and scoring them for me. Um, but instead, Bjorn decided to um, get involved. <laughs> Well, he was um, still back there. At that point, he had done nothing. He was just yeah. uh, twaddling around in the backfield because he couldn't get anywhere. Yeah. Um, but no, I enjoyed it. It was lots of fun. Lots of fun. I learned a lot. Um, I think that I need to... Again, I think that me and um, Tommy were um, saying this previously is that we use um, our Terminators um, as sort of deep strike and then they're not as effective as they, they could be if we didn't use them as aggressively, if so to speak, because if you don't make the charge, they sit there and just draw an absolute ton of fire mm. and then are just ready to be charged. I think it's, um, it's, it's where time, you so. deep strike them as well. Because I had, I had my, my Terminators in deep strike as well, but mm. rather than trying to you know find a way to put them in the back line, I ended up putting just them strength in front, yeah. mid, mid board. And then I also had the... Um, uh, the assault, the assault intercessors in outflank, um, but they came on and you played that stratagem with your, is it aggressors? Who are the dudes? Oh no, interceptors. Yeah, uh, reavers. No, it's the the dudes in like the jump packs with the guns. Oh, um, suppressors. Suppressors. That's it. And they just blew yeah, half of them away when yeah. they came. They, yeah. came, they came on. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, that was a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> but again, you held me. They, I just couldn't get rid of units quick enough i think that you had one blood claw one and my sergeant in the corner. yeah and and a terminator at one point and i was just like and i chose attrition as well and every single turn we managed to kill the exact same amount so i would have scored i could have scored what 16 to 20 points overall in the game which which would have made it a lot closer um every single time we we, we we killed the same amount of units. So very attritional, but um, points-wise, just absolutely wiped the floor with me. So. Did you go five rounds? Yeah, we yeah. went all the way. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, as I said, it, it, enjoyable, enjoyable game. Oh, good. And then uh, Glenn come round and beat me. 
it was it was actually it was a really good game but uh it's just another loss for the death guard and i went into it feeling pretty pretty confident i i spent a lot of time going over my list i, I worked out all my strats and gave everyone buffs um like you know i like to give the one of my plague uh, marine champions i like to give him the old plague bringer don't think yeah. he even swung that thing oh. right. his, his squad his squad died in the foot, like, because Glenn, so Glenn went first, uh, took out a blight hauler straight away, took out the squad apart from the champion who spent the rest of the game running around trying to get to stuff <laughs> and, ju- and then just died later on. Um, and I know, obviously, before we went in, because Glenn uh, played um, uh, World Eaters, like the old uh, one wound um, Space Marine, Chaos Space Marines. So I went in with that sort of, ah, oh, here we go. And it wasn't until afterwards, because we were like, obviously playing on my table, which, which is pretty small. And then Glenn was like, oh, I thought, yeah, I'll get into combat with him. Not quite realising two two attacks in combat, which sort of, if if it was one attack... You mean attack, two, two turns of attacking in yeah, combat? Yeah, two, two turns of attacking combat. So where normally, yeah, if we got into it, like, Dave or Tom, when we get into it, it's like, oh, cool. But yeah, so he would attack me, kill something. I'd attack back, hopefully kill something. And then he'd get another go. So I was getting really, really ground down quicker than I expected. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, the one wound thing was a bit of a something I focused on. And, and then, yeah, I was quite happy to get into combat until I started getting killed, realised what I'd done. Uh, and then I think my Terminators did their job. Like when I pushed them up the board, killed things I wanted them to kill, but then they found themselves stood next to the defiler and ended up in combat with that thing uh, and basically become a non-factor for quite a while, well, until they died. So what's this two-attack thing then? Is that, like, specific to World Eaters or is it so or as Corn Berserkers um, can fight twice per fight mm. phase. Uh, and there's a stratagem as well. Uh, you can pay two two CP for uh, a unit of Terminators to become the Red Butchers, which gives them plus one strength and the ability to fight twice as well. Uh-oh. So that Uh-oh. was a, a unit of um, Lightning Clawed Terminators running around his strength five, re-rolling wounds, getting the fight twice. Yeah, they were. But the Terminators didn't come in until maybe... What turn three or turn four yeah. till I dropped them? Yeah, quite because late. I was, I was looking for the the opportune moment to bring them in, and I realised that oh, shit, it's a really small table. Mm. I might as well have just deployed them in my own deployment zone. Mm. So, like, shit, I just sort of dropped them midfield. In fact, I think one of the units came out just outside my deployment zone. Yeah, but they came in next to a terminator. Chaos Lord, he was giving me plus one to my charges. They all had the icon of uh, Wrath, I think it is. So I mean, it, I get to re-roll my charges. So my guys are coming down needing an eight to charge with a re-roll. So my Terminator is coming down on the charge. Relatively reliable. And if they don't, they've still got the other squads all can't be melted. So they can come in and pop whatever they need to. Yeah. What were they, those other, you had three of them 
at the beginning, the ones that took out my plague marines. The obliterators. The obliterators. Where you have. Know, they, yeah, there was only two of them. They still have the rule mm. where you roll for their statistics each. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they can be a bit swingy, but when they roll right, they're amazing. Yep. And yeah. I got lucky, and I got damage three. That, like the rest, I didn't really care too much about because yeah, all right, nice AP was good. They're already strength. I think the minimum they can be is like strength seven. So I'm going to be wounded on a three anyway. But I needed that damage three to go, aha, fucking death guard. Yes. <laughs> you know, you're, you're looking for damage three to deal with death guard. Yeah. Or just an obscene amount of damage. But yeah, yeah. that was, it was very satisfying when they come in. But like we said before the, the pod, I played the mission. I didn't care. What I took out, um, I got my. I think I got my max fifteen points from two of the secondaries and scored well on the third one. Mm. You know, so yeah, it was good. It got yeah because it got to the point. I think I, I don't know if it was like round four where because because you had the one where you tally every kill. So I was doing that for Glenn. Yeah. I went to round four and I was look, looked at the points and I was like, well, I'm not tallying anymore because I can't win. And I just started. I was like, fuck it. Take my poxwalkers off this point and push them in. Um, I think the only, like the best, the best part of glory for me was uh, denying um, Khan the, the chance to fight. Oh, you dick! <laughs> <laughs> and just shooting him in the back. I oh, see. So he, yeah. he didn't get the chance to fight Typhus. The uh... no. Oh. Oh. no, he wasn't. <laughs> Like he could have charged Karn on his turn, but no, he just chose to shoot him in the back because literally all Karn did was jump out of a land raider and run across and kill one of those little blight hauler thingy with jobs. Yeah, that's that's literally all he did. But hmm. well, I mean, yeah, it, it, I really enjoyed it. I rolled back, not, not one one of my units exploded, which would have helped me a little bit. All right, just the odd mortal wound here or there. Couldn't even get one thing to explode on him. Uh, but yeah, it was good. Looking back at it, I definitely should have been more reserved to get into combat. But yeah, other than that. But you're not used to doing that as Death Guard, though, are you? No, exactly. I was like, yeah, I can't wait. I'm just going to get in and start <laughs> swinging. Get that flower swinging. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> He's hitting me. It really hurts. It was. It's in, <laughs> it's in your interest to close the gap, though, because with your contagion range and stuff yeah. you want to be in that whereas yes. I thought I've got to get in there anyway I might as well punch you really hard in the face whenever I am doing that so yeah. hence death guard but it just goes to show that you know the, the old codexes still have some tricks that you can potentially win games with I don't know if it would work against everybody no offence John uh, I think it'll be interesting if you play someone who knows ha- what they're doing. Like you and Shane, obviously know the no, no, like know the game, right? So mm. you've got that. When you, um, yeah, when you think that we probably have played what ten actual games each, yeah. maybe. Yeah, and I normally just That's... like throw a list together of things like I think oh this will work, and then as soon as I start playing. Uh, and then get, like bits that I really thought were going to do well get taken out, and I'm like, I don't know, I don't know how to come back from it. Like Dave, your um, 
your tank, you thought, I'm going to send Pulsar, it to yeah. board, and you watch it die, and you think, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I mean, and that is the thing, just, you just, sometimes it's, it's very difficult to have that plan B. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it comes with experience, I guess. I think we, we talked about it as well, Dave, after our matches. It's like, I think you get attached to the, the, the rule of call and, and, and models in a way, and you're like, this is going to do really... You've got to be prepared to lose them. Yeah. Like, yeah. as I said, it's like the Thunderwolf, the Wolven, and all that sort of stuff. I knew I was going to lose them. I, you know, that's it. They're there to do one job. If they can do that job, that's amazing. Um, but if they can't, that's fine. Something mm-hmm. else is going to... Especially at 2,000 points. But yeah, if you get bogged down because something cool that you've got on there gets gets blown away, it's that's it. And like we talked about it, my list is purposely like it's a load of stuff that's a distraction. So it's again, it's the distraction card effects, right? It's like you didn't know what to take out first because you're like, mm-hmm. fucking hell, there's the wolves and there's the wolven and there's an Invicta war suit. And there's and the so eradicators. Just, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 there's the eradicators. Yeah. And there's Bjorn. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, it, you know, that's fine. It, it's there yeah. to make you split your fire rather than pick a threat. I also think it's like what Glenn, what Glenn said. Sorry, what Glenn said. Um, you're playing the. You guys play the mission, but I feel like I definitely do it. I'm pretty sure like Dave and Tom are the same. We're still playing to take each other out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And and I, I even when like we were setting up, I was like, right, got my secondaries. I know what I'm going to do. And as soon as like that first dice roll goes, well, Glenn went first and killed a load of stuff. I went right. I'm just going to take him out now, uh, and then just forget the game. And I do it every time. Yeah. yeah I, mean, see, I, I, I did did try. It. I did try and like sort of take, um, play the mission and take objectives. But uh, yeah, again, I was just that played and and the roles that. I needed to make, I didn't make, and the roles that Shane needed to make, sometimes he made them, and yeah, it was just, it was one of those games, but I learned a lot, so um, and that, that's the main thing, is that we are new to it, sometimes it's just in, in your head that you go, I want to win, I want to win, I want to win, and that's all that matters, and yeah, yeah I'm, just, I'm just still learning, and I was, yeah, I was soundly beaten, but I learned a lot, so, so like which the I hopefully is- I'll use against you. <laughs> See, for me, the secondaries are the things that are the newest to me because, like, missions have always had objectives. That's how it's been for years and years. But it's the, all the little additional things. So those are the bits and pieces that I'm trying to get my head around more so than anything else. Like, I've seen John's list. He had, like, six characters. So I thought, I'm definitely taking assassination. Yeah. Because I know I can only get, what, three points for every character you assassinate. Mm. So, even if I ki- if I kill five of them, I've got my maximum points for that one. So that second is going to get me that fifteen points. I'm almost one hundred percent certain I will kill at least five of those guys. Mm. So it is just picking the right ones that work for your army as well. Because yeah. like, if Tom's going to play, you know, a, quite a static gunliney type imperial fist army which is sort of the, the style of play that they lean towards there's no point in him taking one that's going to be oh claim all t- all four table quarters and do yeah. all that kind of stuff you know because his army's not going to be a particularly mobile army it's just making sure the stuff you've picked works for your army as well yeah rather than just thinking i always take this one this is what i'm going to take see what you've got see what your opponent's got and then pick your secondaries 
and you'll win games like 70 odd to 30 odd, whatever it was, John. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was about that. Yeah. yeah. It's all good fun. Still enjoying it, though, even though I've been racking up a lot of losses. <laughs> <laughs> Not as many as Tom, so it's all right. No. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> well, I've got a bad feeling about tomorrow, but I'm going to go in there and uh, I'll have a bit of confidence at the beginning. We'll see. What, um, what colour dice have you picked tomorrow? The yellow ones? What, for Imperial Fist? Yeah. Yes. Because none of your other dice have worked, have they? They the haven't. Dice you have. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to admit, I have had some really bad rolling luck. And But then having said that, even when I've had some good rolls, I still haven't played that well anyway. So it's sort of like a double whammy. <laughs> but um, I think with this one, this is going to be the first time where I've completely focused on trying to win. So I'll have no excuses after this one. In the previous game with the Blood Angels, I've just wanted to get in there and battle all the time and really not thought it through. So with this one, I have thought it through. I have thought a couple of the buffs through. So if it doesn't come off, it doesn't come off. But at least I know that I'm doing it with the intention of winning, if you know what I mean, this time, rather than yeah. just, like John said earlier, eliminating each other. <laughs> we'll start <laughs> playing tomorrow and it'll all go out the window. Oh, yeah, literally. If my roles are bad, everything's going out of the window, including you. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, it'll be fine. Cool. Right, so as always, thank you for watching. Um, you can join us on social media, um, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Search Iron and Ceramites, um, and, and our names will come up. Um, we're also on YouTube, if you are watching this, and we are on all good uh, podcast services, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Again, search Iron and Ceramite. We are on Twitch. Occasionally, John plays Space Marine incredibly badly, um, so it's quite fun to abuse him while he does that. Um, so join us on there um, we do have a Patreon um, again search Iron and Ceramite um, we are hoping to um, put a lot more on there in the future um, and be rest assured that all of the um, donations will go straight back into the podcast um, and updating our equipment etc um, we are Element Games affiliated so if you could use our link um, still get all the same savings you would usually get by using Element Games we get a bit of um, a kickback um, and it helps us again to build the channel. So that is greatly appreciated. Um, if you are on combat cards, join our clan or don't because I've lost interest in it. <laughs> Simply because Glenn and Shane are so good. But if you are very, very good at it, then you could take those two on um, and I'm sure they'll enjoy the challenge. Um, thank you for watching. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe and we'll see you next time. Exterminatus! As always, we would like to thank you for listening to our Iron and Ceramite podcast. If you liked us, then you can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and any other good podcast services. Just remember, in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war. I'll try not to, but I've, I'm probably going to be coughing throughout this. Good COVID. Because even though I was wearing, no, I was wearing two masks, but I sanded all the floor in the front room. Uh, so I've just got like a throat full of dust. Dust, yeah, sure. So. You used to a throat full of stuff, though, right?
Yeah. Who's this? Yeah. More liquid. <laughs> okay. Do we want to do battles that we've had first, or should we go through the models first? I think wherever it is, we're going to have to do it relatively short, because I don't want to be sitting here for 17 hours, because I feel like that's how it's going to be at the moment. We've got so much stuff to go through. All right, we'll do the models first then, and then we'll, we'll see what we've got left. And I didn't know that you were such a fan of uh, a wet biscuit. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I decided to use some alternative facing. Uh, right, has anyone got anything else that we've missed? No. Nope. Cool. Uh, Glenn, I'll, I'll hand over to you. No, I don't know the last time I was on here, so no. Oh, that happy. was on one of our ones, though. You said you yeah. should do it for the, that was a practice for the pod. You made me do it, and I'm not doing it again. <laughs> not, not, not so swiftly after the last debacle. Oh, okay, it went all right. I'll, I'll do this right. one if you want, John. Go on, I don't care. Anyone? And subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Exterminatus! I forgot to say it. <laughs> Don't worry, this is what John lives for in every episode. So, yeah, I'm here. <clears throat> cool. Uh, should we have a, a toilet break? Yes. Yeah, let's. Yeah. <laughs>